So here we are. Sean and I, um, you know, we had we had this idea um, of doing a little podcast together. Um, you know, we meet each week. We had a, we had a bit of a hiatus, but you know, we've been meeting each week and just having the most beautiful, interesting, stimulating conversations. And you know, I thought. I've been I've been sharing some stuff, you know, um, making some videos and some content based on what we're talking about. But, you know, I was like, why not get it uh, straight from the horse's mouth? And uh, you know, I feel I feel uh, I feel selfish just uh, holding, you know, holding on to onto what we what we have here and like the just the the spontaneity and the depth of of what we talk about. So um, yeah, I mean, Sean and I met back in November. Yeah, it was mid-November, I think it was, when November, we started training together. So, um, yeah, we did a NLP training together, our NLP Master Practitioner training. And, um, you know, we we found a lot of common ground together and, um, you know, have really, I've seen, I mean, I Sean, Sean has seen me, Sean has seen me grow. I've seen I've seen Sean grow. Um, yeah, it's it's been really great. So um, you know, Sean, is there any any words you want to say? Yeah. Well, I, at first, I'd like to say thank you, Rob, for the invitation uh, to this incredible journey and endeavor of joyousness and communication that we're about to go on. And I would reiterate that yeah, over the weekly meetings, there's been a lot of juicy, wonderful insights that have come forward that does seem a little bit of a shame to hold on to selfishly and would be nice to share. So hopefully those that listen uh, get as much value out of this conversation that I have, and I believe you have as well, my friend. So thank you again. Yeah, thank you. So... I mean, we had a little, um, we were talking for about an hour before this, you know, just um, warming up, warming up the, uh, <laughs> warming up the hearts and minds. And, um, you know, we, we, we had a few, we had a few things that we touched on, which we thought would be like a good starting point. So we haven't really got a plan for today, um, but, you know, good, good things always come. So um, as, as uh, you know, I'm not sure where we're going to end up, but where we're going to start is talking about, you know, the difference between theory and practice. And I guess as like a little bit of background, um, I have been, you know, doing the uh, inner work <laughs> um, for a while now. And, um, you know, I've been doing some outer work as well, but I, I was always really focused on on sort of going inside and, you know, trying to trying to fix myself. And I mean, I know a lot of people share this uh, this notion of like, being like, I have to, you know, figure it all out before I begin. I have to be, um, you know, fully competent before I start. Um, and, you know, multi- multitude of, of, of reasons behind that, you know, multitudes of um, beliefs that, you know, create that kind of narrative. Um, but what the lesson in so many forms that just keeps coming up to me again and again and again and again is that you know 
you only learn in practice you know whatever models that you build for yourself in theory whatever way you think oh, okay like this is how life works this is how the universe works you know it's all speculation until you go out and you try it out and then you find okay yes this 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 worked and everything else you know i have to discard and take back to the drawing board and absolutely you know time to reflect in whatever way you know that works for you is you know it's a critical part of the process but it's you know you have to, you have to have something to reflect on and if all you're doing is reflecting off the inside of your own head then you know you're not really uh you're not really getting that far so um yeah i've yeah i, I feel like that's a kind of an, an introduction to sort of where we're going to go today so um yeah sean what are you yeah i you know Speak, speaking to that, I, I, I would agree, agree wholeheartedly. I mean, so often, and I think I related this to you a little, a little while ago. I mean, so often that it's, it's easy to go sit on a mountaintop in meditation and practice your spirituality and become spiritual and one with the universe when we're sitting on that pinnacle in the perfect space of meditation. And that's, that's great with anything. But where it comes into play is then being able to hold that and then walk into our daily life and walk through our life holding that. So it, it, it stands with any theory, any change that we are doing within ourselves that we want to create and happen. We do the internal work first. We go inwards. We understand where and why we make those decisions how that decision affects me. Once we, once we have internalized the theory and understand the theory, then the, then the aspect of, and the second fold is, then we need to go out into the world and put that theory into action and test it and make sure that that theory is as we desire and it creates the change that we desire. And if not, then see what's next. You know, and as, as you also spoke on, on, you know, it's so often that we desire to have, okay, I'm analytical. Here's the 18 steps that I need and the sub steps that I need. And this is my goal. And that's where I'm going to achieve now. Okay. I got the plan. Let's go. Great. It's a good starting point, but we then need to remember that as I go forward, I can't focus solely on the end result. I have to hold the end result out there in the back of my mind, but my sole focus should be on the immediate of where my next step is. And internalizing and holding that theory while I take my next step and each and every next step, knowing that the most important thing is to go through this next step because it will lead me to the next one, which then, as I can see, I can change my theory change my evolution to see and match what I'm learning and what I'm becoming in the external world so that I can grow to the point of where I want to be. So, you know, it's like, it's like you breathe in and you breathe out and one needs the other. And you can like, that's the thing. If you only, if you only take action and you never reflect, then you keep making the same mistakes over and over again. If you only reflect and never take action, you keep making the same mistakes over and over again. Uh, the, um, 
you're right. It's it's this. It's two gears meshing, right? Mm-hmm. We need both. We need both of them, and we have to remember to allow them their proper time. So I think what you know, like makes this most relevant is is using you know examples and personal examples um, to to illustrate this because you know otherwise we are kind of talking you know we're playing the theory game as well and so you know I thought I, I thought I'd bring that in and one one thing that came to me you know as you took the initial was like when we're just following steps then there's something that we lose and it's playfulness we we lose this sense of playfulness which you know is is really just connected to the joy of just actually like you know being alive if 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 you're just purely in this like okay whatever it is i'm trying to do right now i just do this thing this thing this thing and this thing and like you have this kind of rigid order you know like structure and order has its place but you life has its own (laughs) structure and we don't really understand that um we, we're, t- we're trying to and um yeah i mean with, with that being said i like you know i want to i want to bring in you know personal personal example because um you know this is i have these realizations not just like purely in a theoretical sense but because i'm actually you know out here sort of trying to live trying to live my life and and, and figure this stuff out and so recently i just got back into dating after like of a hiatus and you know there are there are many reasons for that um but one was this idea that like i need to know what i want and you know i'm in this i'm in this position where i'm like you know i don't really know what i want out of dating you know do i do i want a long-term relationship you know do i want hook up or do I want you know anything in between and I was like I was just stalling and stalling and stalling because I was just like I don't want to go out there and you know cause I guess you could say like I had this positive story in my head of like this moral justification which was like I don't want to like you know I don't want to uh you know cause 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 anyone any harm and I you know I really need to just internalize this and figure this out for myself before I do anything. And recently I realized that the only way that I'm actually going to figure any of this out is by just going out there and, you know, figuring it out in the process because what I think I, I could come to a like grand conclusion of what I think I want and then actually go and seek that and find out, that wasn't what I wanted at all. I was completely delusional and just lost in a, like a story that doesn't really reflect my reality. And so, you know, find just finding, finding this sense of um, playfulness in the process and going, you know what, like I can actually, I can begin at the place of I don't know what I want and be open and honest about that. And actually, you know, have have a sort of sense of empowerment about that you know it doesn't have to be this like um immature kind of floaty about attitudes and indecisiveness it's the process of making a decision you know i'm 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 uh i'm i'm refining i'm refining you know my understanding of myself ultimately 
and um you know giving myself that permission to um you know just explore um it's really it's really just a like is 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 just the most beautiful gift that I can give to myself. And then Sean, you were talking, you know, a lot about this this attitude of curiosity and you know how that's how that's really been sort of transformational for you. Yeah, I mean, you know, and and like what you're speaking there. I mean, what I've found is for for my personal growth and you know, in relationship as well. I've I've struggled in that area. Um but what I have found is much like, you know, wanting to have the package of, okay, this is what I want. I've, I've thought about it internally and yeah, she's blonde, blue eyed, tall, 36, 24, 36, whatever. This is the package I want. Um, but then going out trying to find that and feeling disconnected, disconsorted and searching for that. But then when I decided to look at it as a game with myself of learning about myself and, and actually admitting to myself that I don't really know what I want, to go out with a playful curiosity with clear intent and grace of that exploration as a child of looking out and saying, oh, gee, there's an apple. That looks good. I like apples. Hmm. Huh. That's an apple. Oh, shit. What the hell's that? Well, that's a funny thing. That looks like a pear. Ooh, I like pears. I don't like apples, but I thought I liked apples until I actually went out with the curiosity to look into what an apple was. So, Speaking to to specifically like on relationship here, I've found that 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 it, it I find it more comfortable and with grace and acceptance within myself, which brings me more joy in just the discovery, in learning what I desire, what I want, and if I if I do that with the integrity of who I am and I do it with intent and grace, I can do it in a very curious curious and playful way to where it'll be a positive interaction with whoever I'm with. And even if I find out that that it's like, okay, so you're an apple and I don't really like apples, that's okay. Thank you for allowing me the time and sharing. I learned something about myself from you, so thank you very much. And now I'm going to go over and look at the pears over here. Yeah, I... Just you know that 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 ability to like you know look at what what there is to learn is something that has really just changed how I see everything. Every every problem has within itself some value, and you know I think the. In some ways, the purpose of life is, is solving our problems. And, you know, like, I, I suppose I see myself as as a problem solver. You know, coaching is problem solving. And actually, you know, pretty much any, um, any anything that we do, you know, whether it be, you know, like a career, vocation or whatever, 
just even wider is, is some form of problem solving. Um, you know, we're trying to we're trying to find out what that what that what that gift is contained, and you know, it might not be something all that like nice in the material sense or or, or whatever. You might you know, it might be it might be something that's really quite hard to digest, but actually. There's always there's always something valuable. There's always something valuable to learn, um, and um, you know, I I find this 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 is this might be a tangent, right? But I find that um, there's a, the most value always comes to when I speak to like you know what is like what is a lie, and um, the feel the thing that I feel like I can't say. And the thing I can't say right now is just like, you know, this is, this is weird. Like, um, like, you know, having this conversation recorded and it's like, who am I speaking to? You know, am I speaking, am I speaking to Sean? Am I speaking to myself? Am I speaking to like mysterious third person? And, you know, I, 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 I said this last week, I think when we were talking about it, I was like, there's this, that experiment in physics, the wave particle thing. And when they, when they try and observe it as a wave, um, like a, a photon, a beam of light as a wave, they see it as a wave. When they try and observe it as a particle, they see it as a particle. And it's like I said, wonder. I wonder what this conversation is going to look like. You know, is is the observer, the idea of the observer, going to change? You know, the nature of the conversation. And I, and I feel like you know, from my from my point of view, it kind of is. I'm like, I feel like more tight and formal, and somehow you know, trying to be be more organized and it seems like less spontaneous i don't know how you how you find it so far sure well you know just to speak to that directly as far as who am i speaking to am i speaking to rob or a third person much as you just spoke i what what came up for me is the realization that the only person i truly am speaking to is myself Because when I look at you, my friend, you're a direct perception and reflection of myself internally, just like all the rest of the individuals we meet. We're both the internal and external representations of each other. So in my perception, I'm speaking to myself. And in your perception, you would be speaking to yourself. Ultimately, if we are all in the grand scheme of things, all connected at source and all a part of the same wholeness of creation. Then my brother, you and I are one, we are one and the same. So the more I learn and help myself, the more I learn, I can help those that are around me. Only surely by elevating myself and carrying that forward. So I think if when we when we to me what's helped is if I continually look at it as a continued relationship with myself, with everybody that I meet, I find that A, my integrity goes up, my vibration holds higher, and I come from a place of compassion and love and understanding. And it's much easier for me to find grace in what I want to deem as somebody else's faults 
because before I can even label them as a fault, I have started now to see how that is showing me something about myself. That I'm going, oh, before I can point to you, I look at me and say, yeah, I know why that bothers me so much because I do that sometimes. Never realized that I have that same behavior because it's so subtle and I don't want to look at it. But thank you for showing me, my brother, because now I can let go of that aspect that I don't like about myself and move myself one step closer. You know, that's this, this like concept. I don't know if that's the right word. Concept of, you know, that we, we are, you know, we, we are each other's projections. We are like, we are seeing, you know, we are seeing ourselves in the mirror of another person is so I like, you know, speak, speaking to the first person here. It's like, you know, like we, me and Sean have discussed this quite a lot. And so, you know, trying to sort of find a nice entry point into it, you know, might be sort of like, you know, plunge, plunging into the deep end a little bit if this isn't something you, you've said before. So I guess we'll kind of, you know, sort of speak around it and, and hope to gain a bit more more sense out of it. And, I'll you know, I'll, I'll illustrate right now that, like, you know, as soon as we, as soon as we press record, I was, like, instantly, you know, kind of going, I guess I instantly kind of tend to stuff and I was like, you know, I've got to sort of perform a bit now and I start like analyzing things a lot more. So I saw, you know, Sean, I saw that I was, I was judging, judging you. And then I was like, when I was judging myself and then, you know, as you, as you were talking there and, you know, just sharing, sharing some of the last stuff in a few minutes ago, I was like, I am every time that I'm judging, whether it's you, Sean or anybody, I am judging that aspect in myself. I am seeing, okay, you know, there's some, there's something going on here, which, you know, I'm, I'm saying, oh, you know, Sean is doing this and that makes me feel this, but you know, it's that thing outside makes me feel this. It's like, you know, I'm having this experience right now. You know, the judgments are happening inside of me. Those emotions are happening inside of me. They're not happening in Sean. Like he's he's having his own experience, but right now I'm having this this thing bouncing around inside of me, and I'm saying this person, this thing is making me feel that. And you know, as soon as I do that, I'm like I'm lost. I'm lost in the uh, you know I'm lost in the hall of mirrors, and I <laughs> I'm you know I'm I'm kind of power. I'm powerless as well. I give away my power and. You know, it's it's there's there can be something comforting about that to go. Hmm, I like, I don't want to, you know, I don't I don't want to feel this, but at least you know, it's I can't help it. It's not my fault. You know, being like right now, this is my experience, and that experience could be different if I, you know, could choose that to be different. That's quite a like. That's. That, that is a bit of a slap in the face you know and it might not be something that you instantly know how to turn around you know I'm not I'm not 100% in you know control of my emotional state or anything like that but it's it's a recognition that there is that potential there and you know that's something that we can strive towards and aim at um 
And I think that that's a really, you know, taking that aim is, is a really important point of, um, of, you know, like living, you know, comfortably with ourselves, being, you know, comfortable in, in who we are and what we are, the experience that we're having. Yeah, I, I would, would agree on that, you know, and, and like you said, taking aim. And I think we spoke of that earlier, you know, we have to have something to aim at, to strive for. And as, as I used to tell the gentleman I worked with, you know, I would aim for perfection in whatever we were building. And I would strive for that and talk to them of that and demand that they bring as much as they can to the table. And I did that knowing that we were never going to meet that 100% perfection. But by aiming at that point, we may hit 80-85%, which in most aspects is going to be stellar and be something incredible beyond belief for most people. But if we did not set that mark, or I did not set that mark high, we would hit maybe 40 or 45% and then hit maybe mediocrity in life. I didn't want to hit mediocrity with something that I was going to be giving to somebody. I wanted to give the best that I possibly could. And so in what you're speaking of there, if we do that with ourselves in life, if we continually set the bar and aim for that, but also accept that, I know I'm not going to achieve that at this moment, but every time I aim for it and every time I shoot an arrow at it, I'm moving myself closer. Right. Every time that I continue. And yeah, there are going to be days that we don't have good days and that's fine. We're allowed that we can recognize them for what they are, but it doesn't mean that we get to sit in them. And allow them to overwhelm us. They're there for the moment so that we can look into them, see what gifts they have to bring us. Not problems, but gifts, because they are gifts. There's something for us to solve and learn more. I mean, it's, we call it a problem, but it's this beautiful little gift wrapped up in this gorgeous package. That when we look into it, we unwrap the package and see what the gift is that we are learning about ourselves. the beautiful game it is a beautiful game you know and i mean uh, i think i think the biggest one for me to overcome is stop beating myself up because i think i should be further along than where i am because i see and i can see the end game but knowing that i can't rush the river i need to stay in the flow of the river as i go because that's where the grace is, and that's where it's the most beneficial for me to learn and accelerate myself to where I want to go. Is there any, you know, is there any particular um, examples that you can like illustrate that with? Is there anything you know that comes to you where you know something where you you know address that, or something that still you know has has weight and that you're like you know working through at the moment? Yeah, I mean, you know. 
that I, I would say, you know, in, in with my father right now and coming to his end of life, it's been a continual challenge for me, you know, um, and it's brought up a lot of, of past wants and desires for a relationship that I wanted with my father and one that I wanted to create with my father. Um, but having to come into the acceptance that that may be where I want, but it's not where my father is and it's not where he's able to meet me. And then coming into the acceptance that by me doing my work, even though he's not meeting me where I want him to meet me, once I let go of that, I started to see all of the wonderful lessons of self that I've learned about myself, all of the beautiful lessons that my father has given me the opportunity to learn about myself. And, and being able to start to see those allowed me to let go of the desires and want of what I wanted to hold on to from childhood in that loving father, throw the ball to me, let's play catch kind of relationship. Um, and then accept our relationship for the truth of what it was and the beauty of what it was. And, and truly what it's allowed me to become within myself. You know, and that, that, that would be by finding grace, you know, not beating myself up because I felt that there should be more what, what I wanted, letting go of those and accepting where things are at and seeing it with clarity and what all the gifts that I was given and all those beautiful gifts that I've come to see that have helped me grow into the individual that I am, which is one that I can sit in front of a mirror and look at that person and say, damn, I love you. You're an incredible human. And I know that I would not be who I am if it had not been for the road that I that I had traveled in my life, which gave me the opportunity of choice. And yeah, I could have made other choices and been a drastically different individual than who I am now. But it was my desire to become an elevated human being and to strive for my own goodness and to strive for my own perfection, to strive to be a better man and a better human being that allowed me to make the choices in that direction through the challenges that I was allowed to go through with my dad. It's, it's, a, it's like a different, you know, it's a different um, way of framing the same situation, isn't it? Like we, we get what we, we get what we focus on and, you know, we, we can focus on, you know, like in your, uh, you know, in your relationship with the father, you know, you can, you can focus on, you know, the, on the hurt and the frustration and the sadness that, you know, of, of, a, of like an aspect of that relationship that's you're realizing now is never going to be fulfilled with him, you know, coming close to the end of his life. And that's, you know, that's one, that's one aspect of it. And, you know, you can, you can have that, but you can also have, that gratitude and that grace of like, you know, this has made me who I am. And, you know, this is, this is, these lessons have been the lessons that I needed to learn. 
and you know that's not doesn't it always seem like like a benevolent <laughs> like a benevolent process really does it um and you, like you know that that comes that comes to me a lot because you know from from a kind of objective point you know i've had a i've had a fairly nice life you know i've had a fairly i've had a fairly easy life and you know that i i suppose i don't i don't want to be talking from this position of like of naivety right and so you know what it feel it fills me with a lot of confidence you know when i hear sean like you you know you've had you've had a lot of you've had a lot of difficult experiences and you know you you've come to this the same conclusion that actually you know there's this is what this is what you make of it and you know like what 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 do you want to make of this you know what do you want out of life and are you you know are you are you getting that are you experiencing are you you know are you finding those gifts within 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 those challenges within those problems um you know open i sort of open ended open ended question to the audience there um but um you know one one thing you were saying to me earlier Sean, was about about respect you know with this kind of you know we are we are seeing each other you know we are seeing ourselves in each other and you said you said something about respect and you said you know when i'm when i'm respected actually i'll take a, i'll take a step back on that thought it was like you know i am um, you know in in every in every interaction i i'm i'm learning something about myself and you know, actually, no, I don't want to. Oh, that's not where I want to go. I want to go here. <laughs> I go, you know, this, this is more like, you know, this is more like the conversations we have, you know, where it's like, I'm trying to try and not trying to, uh, you know, make, make it like perfect and coherent. So what, what I'm trying to say is like, you know, the, the amount of, um, you know, respect that we have, for ourselves and for other people are the same thing you know that that like i was saying earlier about you know whatever emotions you are feeling because this thing person made me feel it you know these are the emotions that are inside of you and you know that that works same for negative emotions or positive emotions or for any you know aspect of your experience and like respecting you know in your case Sean, like you know respecting where your your father is at in his life and you know where he has been and you know the way he is because of all of these other things and the circumstances you know and you can go hmm like i respect his you know i respect his 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 world i respect you know his model of the world and i respect his experience and i respect mine and you know i can find that I can find a way to connect between the two, you know, without needing him to be different than he is. Without me needing to be different to facilitate, you know, a relationship that doesn't really doesn't have any reality, you know, like respect respect for self and respect for others are are one and the same and you know, I think to to 
there's a, there's a thought, you know, there's a thought that's incomplete here. There's a thought that's incomplete. So I'm going to pass the baton. Sure, I'm going to pass the baton to you, no pressure. Uh, you know, to see to see where that's going. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, you know, when we respect ourselves, we will naturally respect those around us. <clears throat> All right. And yeah. <laughs> Sorry, there's a blank page coming up, which is on. Um, but, you know, I think I think what what I'd like to add in that is just you know the self responsibility and acceptance, and and what I mean by that is a we we need to be accepting of what what is created, what we create. You know, so often we put our plan in motion, and this is what I'm doing, and this is how I'm going, and this is what I expect are the results. But oftentimes the expected results are not what we get from our intended actions. And we say, oh, well, I didn't want that. I didn't do that. Well, we did. We did help create that, right? So I have to accept that where I'm at now is where my choices brought me to. So once I can accept that, then I can take the responsibility for that. And be responsible in the actions and choices that I make. And once I'm at that point, then I can say, okay, if that's the case, then now what choices do I want to make to move closer to where I want to go? You know, and it, and it's, and it's all tied in with, with living at cause or effect, right? I mean, do we want to, keep blaming the world for things that we choose in our life and the outcomes that we perceive, or do we want to hold true to ourselves and knowing that I get the choice of how I want to perceive the relationship or how I want to see, perceive what I'm seeing. And much like in my relationship for my, with my father, which now has shifted and I'm able to sit with him in absolute compassion, love, and kindness, and grace, in the acceptance of who he is and where he is, and find the compassion for the difficulties and where he is at his particular point in life, and the challenges that he's coming up in his transition, and being able to actually truly be in that compassion without having any regrets or holding on to any of my old wants from childhood or what my desires were, or my old feelings of unfulfillment in our relationship. But being actually being able to sit full and in fulfillment of the relationship that I've had with my father. Right? And in that, acknowledging it and being able to then sit in utter appreciation, kindness, compassion, and love with him over that. And know that it doesn't matter. What matters right now is the moment that we have. And since I have the ability to stand in that, I can be here with you and meet you in this space of love and grace for what time we have left and what time you have left here. So to help you with your transition, I can give you the love and grace that we all need. I mean, 
And I'll say that's probably been one of the most profound shifts I've made in my life is that that understanding and that complete and utter empowerment of, you know, realizing that that baggage didn't serve me anymore and I could let it go. And now I could enter a whole new relationship with my father and one of, of a higher value for both of us. So, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know how that spoke to what you brought up, but I spoke for itself. It spoke for itself. And, um, you know, you talked, what you, what you, what you spoke to is like, you know, being really just being, you know, there with yourself. Know, being there with yourself to be there with him and being you know 100% of you and you know letting him be whatever he can be of him you know he's being well in a way we're always being 100% ourselves you know uh, I guess you could say in other ways in other ways we're not you know we're sort of deceiving, deceiving ourselves and whatever but we are being 100% of ourselves as we are right now you know whatever that whatever that is you know whatever aspects of yourself you feel are like incongruent and you're hiding from the world you are always being 100% yourself and you know I should be different I should be xyz but like you are right now right and so <laughs> be you know being 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 able to like you know sit sit with that and go okay you know I I have all, I have all of these aspects you know that um you know, I desire to. I desire to change about myself. You know, that that change only starts when you can be fully honest about those things. And I found in this kind of it. It didn't use. It would never have made sense to me before. And so, you know, I I, I really hope that this is something you know that that can that can sink in for other people. That just sort of, you know, trying to, trying to explain my process. And if I can, I'll, I'll illustrate as well. If I can think of something, uh, you know, appropriate, which is that everything that I thought, you know, was unacceptable about me um, and that, you know, I could never, never let anyone see or never, you know, be be happy with it's only when I've really like you know gone into that that I am able to release that and you know to sort of to go into that deeper it's like it's like taking something to its logical conclusion you know like I did I, did, I had this recently where it was like I'm you know what if what if I'm a bad person you know what if deep down you know under all of these layers of whatever that like I'll keep digging, you know, and I'll find that under this mask and that mask and this mask and that mask, you know, eventually I'll just find, you know, this rotten core. And I was like, what, you know, cause I, cause I look at, you know, I look at how I act in the world and, and I see, you know, my intentions are not quote pure. You know, every every everything I'm going into, you know, like it's like, and I, you know, I I I had a I had a call with someone, um, you know, just just a sort of initial call with someone, 
uh, a coaching call, and you know we we were talking about we were talking about trust, you know, and and I said I said to them, look, like I, you know, do I do I fully trust anything a hundred percent? You know, do I fully trust myself a hundred percent? And I said, look, like you know, I'm always I'm always seeing that I have more than one intention. You know, like right now, you know, I see that I I can help. You know, I see that I can help you. I see that I, you know, can facilitate. You know, some change, some growth and change, or however I worded it. You know, in you and you know, at the same time, I see that I can make money, right? And it's like, should I? Those two intentions exist simultaneously. You know, and one might be stronger than the other. But like, it's like if I always, you know go I'm only as good as my like worst in worst intention you know or however you have conceived that most selfish or self-serving or etc you know it's like at some at some point I just give myself a fucking break and and I you know I, I've, I've like I say about taking something to its logical conclusion it's like okay you know what if I find what if I find this rotten core then you know then what okay let's let's just go there you know what what if deep down i'm a i am a bad person and then it's like that whole thing just exists as this like concept that doesn't really like it's just this wispy this idea of badness right you know like we can you can talk about separate podcasts you know evil right what is evil and, and all of this kind of stuff you know one i i i'm not sure where i stand you know there is there is definitely stuff that looks fucking evil in this world um but it's is, also objective yeah. so yeah. you know I, I was just saying it remember it's all subjective it's all subjective because what i see as evil in my mind another person may see as being wonderful not to say that I might see that individual as being a twisted individual in my mind and in my model of the world, but for them and their model of the world, that is perfectly right. Mm. Right. And it's, it's a tough, it's a tough one sometimes to grasp and understand. And, you know, speaking of, of as, as you mentioned about the bad person that's inside of me or those person, the person that I feel because I have these thoughts or these you know, desires sometimes. I think the most important aspect of that is being the honesty with ourselves, acknowledging that, yes, we do have that, and we do have that capacity, right? We are a polarity. We are both positive and negative. We're both good and bad. And we have the ability to go to each extreme very easily. Part of it is acknowledging that that is there, acknowledging with honesty that, yes, there is that aspect of myself. I honor that aspect of myself. There's times when that aspect serves me. But I have the choice to either act or not act upon that thought or that feeling or that belief. Just because I have it and it's showing me something, doesn't mean that that's where I'm at. Doesn't mean that I am a terribly bad person because I've had that thought or I had this. It's just a check within myself of saying, oh, oh yeah, 
No, that's not who I like to be. I want to be here. Thanks for the reminder. Right. And, and acknowledging that, yeah, we, you know, it's part of our human experience. That's the other thing I'd like to speak on. It is a human experience. And in that experience, we have to cover the whole gamut. If it was all just happy, joy, and love, what kind of experience would that be? It'd be one-sided, right? And would we really experience happy, joy, and love if that's all we sat in? Right? To really be able to experience that, we, we have to know what unhappiness, not being loved is, being alone, being disconnected is, so that we can really appreciate and fully embrace that where we want to be, you know. And for for a lot of us, it's it's wanting to choose that love, kindness, and benevolence. But there are individuals in life that find their happiness and their joy in the other end of the spectrum, you know. And I mean, we could look at it just cosmically as a cosmic balance of the universe and know that. By having these individuals here, they're going to be the opposing individuals in the world and in this life. Right? It doesn't mean that either one's good, bad, or any better than the other. It just means that each individual and where we're at is exactly where we need to be to further our growth and our choices in that experience. And so That's, the more we go ahead. Just that just on that very last point you said that, you know, it's like To, to kind of, yeah, to sort of step away and then come back into it. It's like, the, the, there's this, you know, there's this, this sentiment of like, you know, to know, to know the light in yourself, you know, you need to know the dark as well. Um, or just throwing, throwing different things out there, you know, to, to build, to build up, you need to dig down, you know, and it's kind of like, you, to find to find that to find that balance you know you have to to know your capacity to love you also have to know your capacity for like have a better term evil you know for for life just to see you know the potential for cruelty and malice in yourself you know and know that you're still choosing something different so like if I think in ignorance of, of the, you know, of that side of ourselves, it's like the goodness means nothing. It's just like there's um what was it? It was like, you know, harmless people harmless people are not good people, you know, because they don't they they They're not, no, they're not like choosing to be good. You know, there's, there, I suppose there's that aspect of, of whatever goodness is. It's, you know, the choice that you're making, making to be that. And so, you know, when you like digging deep within ourselves, you know, to find the light, deep, digging deep in the dark to find the light, you know, that's, that plays out not just on our like own individual scale, but you could say that for the, appears in the whole world and it's in like you know through all of history you know all all of the like just all, all the depravity you know it's like 
I don't know. I'm just I'm just throwing ideas out there. But you know, it's it's stimulating the like the opposite to to emerge. Um, it's 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 getting us to step into a, a higher uh, way of being. It's calling forward something else that would not be called forward if it was not you know. If, if that po- opposite polarity did not exist for it to be necessary. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of like going back to the apple and the pear, right? If we did not go through the uncomfortableness of sitting with our dark selves at times, knowing that uncomfortableness and being in that place and that place is not where I want to be. then how would we know that we want something else? You know, we, we, we first have to understand that before I can go to what I want, or if there is even something else that I want more, we first have to understand what I don't want in my life, right? And I don't want to be an individual because it doesn't make me feel good when I'm mean to somebody or when I treat somebody you know, when I tell a little white lie or a little fib, that other person doesn't know. But inside of me, it twists me up terribly because I don't feel that I'm being true to who I am by being the honest individual. No matter what justifications I come for wanting to tell that little white fib. Oh, it's because, it'll, you know, I don't want to hurt their feelings. It really doesn't matter anyways. Or No, it's not me to judge or say how somebody else is to interpret what I'm going to say to them or how I'm going to act to them. Mine own is, is to, to look inside and bring forth the best I can. And in order to, the, to do that, in my mind, I must delve in and really explore at times where my, my insidious, nasty side is and how nasty I can be and where, where that is. Not that that's a place that I, I, I relish to live in, but it is part of who I am. Mm-hmm. And I have to accept that in order to become whole. And then guide that and work that in a way that's beneficial to my well-being instead of a detriment. Because if you know, if you are, if you're in that state of, you know, whether it's sort of beating yourself with a stick, you know, I don't know what, I'm sure there's a nice single word for that. Um, but I was also going to say, or denial, you know, um, you know, sort of self, self, self-loathing, let's say, self-loathing or in denial, you know, you're basically in a state of fighting yourself and, you know, you can't, if, if you start, if you start at, you know, I am, if you start, I am broken, there is conflict, this kind of place, you know, that's not, that's not a ground for, you know, it's not product, that's not productive, you know, um, it's not, it's not, it's not a position to be, to be making change on, it's, you know, you're, if, if you feel like internal state is that volatile and you cannot let you know what is 
what is there to be there, then you your focus is on maintaining that 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 problem, whether it's maintaining that conflict, that internal conflict, or maintaining this like illusion with yourself that there is nothing there, you know, there is no there is no problem here, then you can never actually allow that you know to integrate that it's like i think we we see you know let's say aspects of ourselves and we fear that they are only us and it's like we are we are a lot you know we are not just one thing and you know i am you know to to, to put it in it's both black and white i'm good and bad you know i'm all i'm all of it and you know i I, on some level, you know, acknowledge that that you know that there is that who I find I find myself as an ongoing process, you know, in just in the balance of all. I I'm not expressing that, you know, I'm expressing that about one percent of how I really want to try and say it. But, like, um, <laughs> You know, I'm not. Do- I'm not doing that. That 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 really any justice at all. Um, but you know, that's that's where I'm at. So yeah. <laughs> that's well, the that's, that's the sort of acceptance we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, hey, there you go. That's beautiful. But yeah, I, it, it it's funny what what, what what flashed when you were speaking. There was looking at the dark side of ourselves is oftentimes we we try to contain that in a box right and we want to put that box over here bury it deep in the back of our closet because we don't like looking at that because it makes us uncomfortable because we don't want to accept that i can be a bad person i'm working to be a benevolent wonderful person so therefore i've got to stuff all that away and i but that does us a disservice because now we're separating ourselves Right. And when we take that box and we open it up and we look at those aspects of ourselves and accept them and learn from them and see what we want to change about those and where I want to move, but honor that they are a part of us and honor that they are a part of our human experience. It's not that there is any good, bad, or indifferent. It's just the opposing action of the one where I want to go. But in order to move forward, I have to understand this opposing action in myself. Yeah, I understand, you know, what is, it's like, what is, what is that resistance? I think that's, that's a really, you know, I think this is something, you know, we can sort of talk about in the, in the future, future episodes of you know that resistance because you know we have where we're at now we have where we want to go and then there's that sense you know that sense that like it's not just that easy you know we've talked a lot about you know being at cause it's not that easy because you know there's we don't we don't yet know fully how to do you know if we understood exactly how to do that we'd be doing it and so you know the fact of the matter is there's there's a learning process but there's also you know there's there's kind of there's there's resist we're working through resistance all the time and you know we're we're trying to unpick what 
what is it that we you know need to do to, to move through that resistance and i think we've we've addressed some of that you know today in talking about um you know finding uh grace in our experience um you know seeing like what 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 is the lesson that i'm going to take or even that notion that there are lessons that i can take from my experience um and maybe i've taken a lesson one lesson before you know maybe maybe i had maybe i had an experience you know maybe i had a bad breakup and i took the experience the, the lesson that like you know women can't be trusted and now now i can you know look back with fresh eyes and take in, take a, a new lesson like oh you know i uh you know i need i need to have more respect for myself and others or something you know um there's there's so there's so many different aspects of it um you know I'm, we're coming we're coming up for an hour Sean, which is no it's that's yeah. not it's an arbitrary it's an arbitrary time period but um no, I, I, what, is there I, any closing you got any closing thoughts or do you want to keep talking for an hour <laughs> well you know i i think that with We've spoken on a lot, and we've brought in a lot up. Um, and there's definitely things that have brought up that could be their own topic for an hour or two coming up. Um, uh, yeah, and I think that yeah, it's about the experience, right? And 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 maintaining that grace and love of self. And the more we can remember to hold that and understand and desire to understand those aspects of ourselves that make us uncomfortable, the more we can sit with those and become comfortable in understanding that, the more grace it allows us to move forward in our experience. Because then we can let go of any ill notions. We, we can accept that it's an experience and yeah, okay, I acted this way. Well, next that didn't make me feel very good because I did that. So next time I come into that situation, now I can choose a different action. One that does make me feel good about how that interaction goes or what I said to that individual. So, you know, being willing to sit with those uncomfortable aspects of ourselves makes us and allows us to become wholer. You know, it, it's not like they're the bad child that we got to shun to the room. They're just there to help enlighten and illuminate ourselves and our wholeness and give us that contrast in our life. So, I, I mean, it's, it's a beautiful journey that we get to experience as long as we, we remember the beauty of it. We, we can choose to end in either 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 side of it. Right? Where do we want to live? Mm-hmm. Do we want to live in the beauty of life and the journey of, of the experience and the newness and knowing that it's all good, even those that make me feel uncomfortable? The more I embrace that uncomfortableness, the more it becomes comfort. The more I embrace insecurity, the more it becomes security. All right. I mean, there. You know, we 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 seek those two things in life, but the truth is, there. The only security in life is knowing that there is insecurity, 
And the only comfort in life is becoming comfortable with the uncomfortable. Because if we truly want to experience life, we must be willing to step into those moments of uncomfortableness. Because that is really where the juice and the liveliness of life happens. That's when we're given those opportunities to really embrace ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, really, really hitting me there what you're saying about that finding finding the the security in insecurity and the comfort in discomfort and it's like you know, thinking about it, it's like I am in many ways I'm more or I'd say I'm, you know, I'm just as uncomfortable, like um, on a daily basis, you know, than I've, than I've than I've ever been. You know, I'm always I'm always experiencing, you know, a lot of discomfort, and it's 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 from the things that things that used to cause me discomfort no longer do, and you know, that's the result of being learning to be comfortable with those, and you know, that discomfort shifts on to. to greater thing which I'm sort of being called to find comfort in and it is that that you know that thing of like I have just you know become a lot more competent at sitting in discomfort um and I I really like I think the thing you know a lot of people have heard that before you know get comfortable being uncomfortable and so I really valued that you know you, you applied the same thing to security and insecurity because it's like you know those are you 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 have to find ownership of those and realize that that you know that is that is part of you and those insecurities undo themselves when you just accept that they're there and like you know I don't don't let me have the last word necessarily. <laughs> feel free to jump. Feel free to jump in. But you know, this is this is kind of this is this is my last word, and you, you know, you can, you can choose. Well, I thought I had word. mine, but okay, no. okay. Well, I'll, I'll yeah, take yeah. I'll take my own last word, and I'll I'll, uh, I'll give give you space um, okay. for you to choose if you would like to say anything else. There. So my my last word is, and I've just talked myself out of it. Um. <laughs> um Gosh, insecurity, insecurity, insecurity. Um, maybe I'll have to leave it as a cliffhanger, Sean. Um, hang on, hang on. Give me a second. Yeah, it's like... When, you know when did we decide that, you know, being in fear or being nervous or being insecure, you know, was the problem and changing, you know, changing my, my sort of frame around that, my attitude towards, you know, feeling nervous or uncomfortable to be like, you know, I'm doing, this is, this is where I need to go right now. You know, that like, that isn't going to go away until I go into it. Once I've, once I realized that and don't get me wrong, I haven't fully learned that yet. I keep making that mistake over and over again, but just, you know, doing that 5% more of the time, you know, is transforming my life. 
is really transforming my life and you know giving me so much more confidence and joy and more of what I want so you know happy days happy days as well and yes I I speaking on that um in my own personal experience the more comfortable I've found in the uncomfortable of life situations and the more security that I've found in the insecurity and knowing that, you know, life is insecure. So in that insecureness, I can find security in knowing, right? The more I have have stepped in with that in my, my own life, the more I've been able to find that grace for myself, the more I've been able to really step into the experience of life and letting go of that condemnation of self or that self-hatred of saying, oh, you bad person. No, it's an experience. I allow the experience to happen. And then if it's something that it, that doesn't sit well, great. That gives me the opportunity to change and to say, next time I come into that, I'm going to act differently. I am going to, because that's what's going to make me feel better. So, you know, the more I have continually stepped into those and stepped into acceptance of what is, stepped into the self-responsibility of the only person that is responsible for change in my life is me. And choosing to walk forward, I'll tell you, the more joy, love, and happiness that I find in myself, the more joy and happiness I can find and see in the smallest things in life. Because, you know, it just has opened me up to letting go of all this energy that I used to bind up in conflict in myself between where I want to be and who I am and how I used to hold myself from past actions. So allowing those to let go and stepping into that uncomfortableness, stepping into that insecurity and knowing that life is the experience and embracing that experience and all that it has in the knowing that I am only getting brighter, more filled with love and joy. And the more connections that I have with people are only getting enriched every time I have them at a deeper level. So thanks for the opportunity to share. I greatly appreciate our conversation, Rob. Thank you. Always always instilling and insightful. So, yeah, you know, that was, I think that was, that was, um, I I think I've warmed, it took me a while to warm up to the idea that like, this is being, you know, recorded for a purpose other than, you know, our own, um, our own amusement and reflection and um i'll you know i'll 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 close i'll close with this um that i was i was um i was around my parents earlier and um i was giving my dad a haircut and so it was it was his birthday not too long ago and um got him these like it's like a beard trimmer clipper thing with all sort of adjustable stuff on it and um and uh, yeah so i was giving him this haircut now this is the second haircut today that I, I gave him with these these new clippers. I've got I've got my own pair that I that I've now got here, um, and they were sort of different size and 
worked a bit different. And and so I'd, I'd got used to those these other pair of clippers. And um, so when I when I gave him this first haircut, what I didn't realise was there was you had the you had the like the clipper thing, and it's got the blade, and then you've got these like little adjustable guards and slides up and down and Uh-oh. the button to slide it is in the most ergonomic place where you would just want to put your thumb and i didn't really cut onto this and when i was cutting his hair the first time i was going and i was like oh it's not hair coming and then i realized oh you know what I've, I've 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 put the guard like this much further down than i was uh i was meant to accidentally you know and so i gave him a bit of a i gave him a bit of a close shave you know on the first haircut and um you know it's hair grows whatever he, it was fine um but i was i was cutting his hair today and i was you know i was sort of i was bringing that up again and i was like you know it's a bit like i was like this haircut's going you know this haircut's going a lot better uh you know I'm a lot I'm, <laughs> as your as your as your barber um i'm telling you that, yeah this is this is looking this is looking better than the last trim and I thought, <laughs> you know, if you if you ever make pancakes you know the first pancake the first pancake is always a bit rough and ready, and uh, you know the second, the second and third pancakes come a little bit better. And so, you know, with that, with that in mind, you know, I think that's how I see the, these podcasts unfolding. Is you know, the first one is always a bit of a like suck it and see, and you know, it's like we're getting, you know, we're, we're getting used to how how this is running and and the the idea of doing this kind of thing. And so, um, you know, I'm really excited to see, you know, how this evolves over time. Um, Likewise. Thanks for uh, bringing the opportunity up. It is a wonderful experience, and I do look forward to as well watching it unfold. Yeah, and you know, watch, watching this back, and um, you know, and learning and learning from it as well. This oh. is a learning. This is a this is learning process in action. So, uh, yeah. Any any final any final words? Ah, yeah. I want to say thank you, my brother, Rob, for this incredible journey. And also thank you to all those that have chosen to tune in and listen to this podcast and this wonderfulness of joy. So thank you all. Many blessings. Thank you, Chill.